Hello and welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyker. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merc Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He's here. He's laughing. He's dying over here. He's probably watching some Laker basketball. He's... Is it a crying laugh? Is it a happy laugh? No, I'm watching a lot of people react to that game six. Oh. There are a lot of people who thought Miami won. And yeah. They're like, yeah, let's go, baby. Yeah, we won. And devastated. They, they devastated right yeah, it's fantastic. Like, these That's people good. look like they're at like a wedding and there's like a thousand people there. <laughs> and they're all celebrating. And then the tipping went and they went. Uh, oh, well, all right. Back to celebrating, you know, Josh and Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> we got a loaded show for you guys today. Happy Memorial Day to each and every one of you out there. Um, hope you enjoyed the time off with your family and all that good stuff. And uh, thank you to all those who make uh, this country great. I uh, really appreciate all of you guys and your sacrifices and your family sacrifices. So we really appreciate it. Uh, before we get into things, though, Mike, I do got to bring up that our new sponsor, our brand new sponsor, Righteous Felon Craft Jerky, has increased our discount code. Mike, did you know that? No, you increased. Me. I know. I know. I like to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Increased our discount code for the next couple of weeks. 20% off using our code I'm I'm, I'm sorry always right using the code always right for 20% off all righteous felon craft jerky stuff just go to righteousfelon.com use our code always right at checkout and get 20% off all that great delicious jerky they got turkey jerky they got regular jerky they got sticks they got everything that you could possibly ask for all we know for sure is that they've got delicious delicious stuff so once again thank you so much to righteous felon craft jerky for sponsoring the show once again use our code always right for 20 percent off right now as a father's day special make sure to take advantage of it it supports the show in more ways than one we really appreciate it um and also get you guys some good savings as well so father's day right around the corner make sure to give your dad the best gift possible using righteous felon craft jerky righteousfelon.com code Always right. Um, all right, let's jump in here, Mike. Tons of stuff to go over. We've got LeBron James comments. Your boy, he's maybe thinking about doing something crazy. Who knows? Maybe not. I don't know. We got Lions talk. We've got the first ever of the year of 2023, the new edition of the Mike Merkel quarterback rankings. So we're looking forward to that. And he's going to throw some names out there that people are going to go, what? And then what Mike's going to be like, hear me out. So it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, of course, we've got the review of WWE Night of Champions. So lots of stuff to go over next week. Double or nothing in NXT TakeOver uh, we're going to be reviewing in detail. So be on the lookout for that. But let's jump in here. Let's talk LeBron, Lakers, all that good stuff. As we all know by this point, right, Lakers get swept in four. I didn't realize that my joke two weeks ago about the luggage sweeping the Lakers was actually going to be a thing, but it happened. So it happened. Uh, Lakers, they gone. Um, and, you know, it, it's a thing. And then after the game, right, LeBron, after having a tremendous game four, um, comes out and basically says he's got to he's got to think about things. He's got a lot of stuff that he's got to ponder. He's got to go get some surgery on a foot. There's a lot of stuff that's going on in LeBron James world right now. Obviously, he still has 2 years left on a deal, one of those years being a player option, right? Um just talk to me, Mike. This is the first time we've ever heard this comment, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is this is not this is like the first Aaron Rodgers, you know, I got to really go sit and contemplate and all that jazz. Um, talk to me about your, your thoughts on where LeBron is at, you know, at this point, you know, he's got every, you know, there's nothing left for him to prove at this point, you know, whether he wins another title, whether he doesn't, whether he does whatever it's, you know, it is yeah. what it is at this point. Um, 
shocking to hear that? Is it more, you know, were you not surprised based on how the series kind of played out, especially that game four where he went balls to ball for about two and a half quarters and then just kind of ran out of steam? Mm-hmm. Give me kind of your thoughts um, on where he's at right now and where do you think he's going? Yeah, no, I think I think it comes down to I think he's just really – this might be one of the most disappointing seasons he's had in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously – you know, injuries and stuff have, like, derailed some seasons. Yeah. His entire Laker tenure, his first year he was injured with the groin. Yeah. His third year, Anthony Davis and him got hurt in the first round of the playoffs. Right. When Phoenix beat them. Right. And last year, they did make it due to injuries. So, right. they've been having a lot of injury problems. Problems. Yeah. And the one year they did have the injuries, they won the title, won the title in the bubble. Right. So, I think this one is probably the most frustrated he's had. Yeah. Probably since around the 27th, like when he was on the Cavs. Yeah. Losing in those finals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he probably thought this team could do it. Yeah. If I play well enough. Right. And Anthony Davis plays well enough. And yeah. I think some people just didn't show up. Uh, Anthony Davis had was, we talked about it going into the series, right? If not one, one A, yeah. right? As far as best players currently playing in these playoff runs, mm-hmm. I mean Anthony Davis has been pretty damn dominant. Yeah, those first and two I series. think I think a lot of it came down to Memphis and Golden State not having that, that interior big. presence, that yep. big to really mm-hmm. match up with you, yep. so he could just kind of do whatever he wanted. Right. And the thing that worried me going into the series, even though I did pick the Lakers, was yeah. Um, I was worried that he had Anthony Davis had bad games against mm-hmm. Kevon Looney. Right. Like he would have a game where he would go 15 and 10. Right. Or he would have a game where he was right. 14 and 8. Right. And I was like, you can't have those games yeah. against Jokic. Right. Like, he's going to eat you alive. He's going to eat you alive. Like, yeah. he's, Jokic is going to have 32, 17, and 16. Yeah. It feels like every single game. So you have to be. You got to be on. 30 and 15. Yeah. You have to be 35 and 8. Like you and in game one, on. we saw that, right? Yeah. It was just, he was just better that night. But Anthony Davis put up 40 yeah. in game one. He was 40 and 10. Yeah. And, you know, you know, he just outplayed in that game. Sure. Right. But then two, three, and four, he said, all right, so I'm going to average 28 and two. Right. In those games. And, like, and most of my points are coming at the free throw line. Yeah. yeah. When, you're, when you're four for 17, yeah. but you have 20 points because you yeah. take. 12 free throws. <laughs> that's not that's not efficient to me. I'm sorry. That's not a good game, even though you had points. Right. Um, right. So I think I think it was just really LeBron going, I'm upset. I'm frustrated. I think it was, uh, like you said, I think it's yeah. a perfect example of the Rodgers thing where, you know. You lose to the Niners he, as a one seed. And, you lose as the Niners as a one seed. Yeah. Or there was the one against Tampa Bay where, or was right. it Tampa Bay or the other one where um, they were at the goal line. And instead of going for it, they kick that field goal yeah. and end up losing yep. that one. I mm-hmm. think that was the Bucks. I think one. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, yep. And then right after that, he was like, "They didn't like they didn't have the trust in me, right? And I couldn't trust my teammates enough to make that play, right? And you know, it was one of those things where he just feels devastated mm-hmm. because you feel like you have that team. You were the one, or right. Lakers weren't. They were the seven seed, but right. you know, the Packers instance, right? They're the one seed, home field advantage, playing the wild card Bucks team, mm-hmm. and. You know your team didn't trust you enough to make a play at the end. Right. And I think the I think LeBron's looking at it like, man, we had a team. I didn't get this foot surgery. Right. Because I thought we had the team. Yeah. Had a not, we had the path. Right. The path, the path was set up there. for us. Yeah. I mean, before the playoffs started, I know everyone was like, oh, the yeah. Lakers you, I mean, you, you really kind of played it out. Said, yeah. Memphis isn't that not great. Right. Lakers and and Sacramento both have holes yep. that you can exploit, mm-hmm. and then you just get to Denver, and you have to beat Denver. Right. And you didn't beat Denver, but the path was there yep. to do it, mm-hmm. and you just didn't get it done. But right. I think it's just the, the frustration in the moment mm-hmm. and the 
I thought we could get it done this year. And you're exhausted, and you're right? Exhausted. You're, you're bummed out, right? You're hurting. You're not. You're not a hundred percent. You know, you just went through the grind of an NBA season. Yeah. You know, and you're like, okay, like I gotta. You know, when people talk about next year, you're like, oh, man, I can't talk. I can't think about next year. Like, yeah. I'm not even done with this year yet, right? Um, the only other question I guess I have for you, right, is, do you think that he stays in LA? I I, I firmly believe he is not retiring. Okay, let me mm. be very clear here, but. Do you think there is any situation or any circumstance where he goes, I'm not confident that at, at my point in my career that this is that this team is as committed to getting it done mm-hmm. as maybe I could be somewhere. And I don't know what place that is, so I can't be like, well, if he goes and joins the Nuggets, well, no shit. But like yeah. from a monetary perspective, like do you think that he is still comfortable enough in L.A. to ride out this next year before he opts out and goes and joins the uh, the the Thunder essentially because they have a million first round picks to make sure they get Bronny. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, I do think. I don't think there's any way he leaves LA, and that's twofold. Yeah, yeah. First reason is I do think that they can. He's confident enough to find a way, right? Um, to make a roster around him that yeah. works enough to get him to where they need to go. Right. And second, and he kind of gets into his son a little bit. Mm-hmm. His son commits to USC. Right. USC is. 15 minutes right. away from LA. Right. There's no way he's going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go leave here. I'm going to go play, yeah, play I'm gonna somewhere go play else. I'm going to go play in Cleveland. I'm going to yeah. go play in Philly and not be able to go to see my son play basketball. Right. I guarantee you. Like, Some people off, even speculated he just took a year off. Yeah. And just he, to go watch yeah, his kid play. Uh, yeah, he, and then he goes, the, the, and I'm back. <laughs> I was going to say, the, 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 the hard part about that, I yeah. mean, in theory, makes sense, yeah. is he would you know have to obligate that contract with the Lakers. Right. So I think the idea, realistically, is... You play this year in L.A., you go watch all Bronny's games right. on off days that you can or whatever, yeah. and then when um, yeah, when, when Bronny enters the draft after this first season, because mm-hmm. it almost guarantees there's, no there's no he's way not he's going to stay. And done. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be a one-and-done. Goes into the draft, whatever team drafts him, see you, Lakers, yeah. whatever team. I'm going to go here, play a year, play a year, and then be done. And then be done, yes. Yeah, so be done that at 40. Is, yeah. that is, so that's why I think it's – Damn near zero percent chance. Even if he doesn't believe in the Lakers, right? He's like, I just got to ride like, it out. He's have to ride it yeah. out and see what happens because he's going to want to watch his son play. Yeah, and he's well, gonna and, and I know, and be, I think and the he's reason, got business in LA. Yeah, so it's easier when he's doing. All and that I think stuff people kind of were like, maybe he doesn't go because you know he's made the comment now since where it's like, listen, that's my dream to play with my kid, but that may not necessarily be his either, mm-hmm. right? So he's taking his kids, you know, thoughts into effect as well. Because yeah. on one hand, it'd be like, oh my gosh, me and my dad are playing basketball together, but at the same time, you're like. Yeah, but my dad's top two greatest of all time. So you're like, oh, and here's man, thing, that's a, that's it a might shadow. Not even be playing <laughs> with him. It's just like there will be, you know, if he's on the Lakers yeah. and Brian gets drafted to the Cavs or right. whoever's yeah. going to draft him at that point, uh, just Hornets or whatever, it's mm-hmm. like they're going to play against each other. Like. Right. So it's like you're going to have that map. You, you're going to get that famous picture in yeah. three years where it's Bronny has the ball in the corner yeah. and LeBron's going to be on him. Yeah. And it's going to be like that awkward, that awkward moment when, when Bronny, Bronny goes just, like 0 for 12 and yeah. LeBron just goes there and he just dunks on him. And you're like, oof. Yeah. But Yikes. like they're going to either play against each other or play with each other for a year. It's just one of the two are going to happen. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I'm still interested to see kind of how his career projects. You know, because mm-hmm. now he's going to college ball, and now you're like, okay, like, is he, is he going to be legit, or is he just going to be like, he's okay? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's that's a, that's a hard, hard. You know, we saw it with Michael Jordan's kids, Jimmy Butler, notwithstanding. You know, of like they they weren't really able to make that transition, right? Like Jordan yeah. had two kids, both played Division One basketball, but not like, oh, they're Michael Jordan's kids. You yeah, know very I mean? interesting. That first USC game, 
Oh my gosh, that's going to do ratings bonanza. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I won't be shocked if LeBron's like, yeah, load management today. We've had four days off. Yeah, but they're playing UCLA. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I won't be shocked to see that at all. Um, so when is that first game? I'll see. Yeah, I'm, you know. That'll be interesting. Who are they going to play? That, North, that's why I mean, like, what if they North, do like, North, if, No, I'm sure it'll be like North. No, because like, you know college Akron. basketball, they, they play the Yeah, weird, that's like, true. Uh, they do all those weird tournaments at the beginning of the year, yeah. too. What and, are they, a Pac 12 team? Yes. Let's see here. Let's see if I can. For now. Yeah, for now. Maybe, yeah. Oh, talk to me in a year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all their, their update schedule's not out. Oh, all that for nothing. Bum, 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 bum. Um, uh, let's see. Maybe we can find it. But keep talking. No. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm interested, though, because I do think that this is the first time, really. And I think we saw. You know, as much as much as people don't want to hear this sometimes, maybe, or people are, you know, not accustomed to it, right? There's a, there is a point where, you know, the body is no longer able to do things that you thought it once could, right? And I think you finally saw for the first time a little bit of, you know, shoot, I played a lot of games, and I've played a lot of minutes, right? And the, the for him to have that moment to be like, look, man, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do, right? Like, you know, I think at some point, too, the mental toll of having to be like, I got to be the best player, even though I'm not physically able to be the best player anymore, mm-hmm. is got to be annoying. And then also to be expected to be the best player, knowing you're like, no, dude, that that big tall dude, that fugly looking dude over there with one with one eyebrow, that's the best player. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get him involved more. Yeah. So the fact that it was so obvious that Darvin Ham's like, look, bro. If you don't do it, we're not winning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a difficult pill to swallow at 38 years of age when you're you brought Anthony Davis in to take the team over. Like I should be able to sit and you go do your thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'll be here when you need me. And and, and the fact that you can't do that still is got to be frustrating. Yeah. So interesting stuff. Very fascinating to kind of see where where he where he goes and what the Lakers do to. You know, assuming he stays, what do they do roster wise to hopefully feel like he's got at least one more year of legit contention mm-hmm. before he's like, all right, now it's just more, let's go have fun. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun for sure. All right, let's shift focus here a little bit. Let's talk Lions. We are in OTAs right now. We're going to have mini camp here pretty soon. Um, and with that, right, we had a big move, I guess, that happened uh, around the NFL, right? DeAndre Hopkins, no longer an Arizona Cardinal. He ain't employed, period. Taking a $21 million cap hit just to get rid of his ass. Um, and, uh, you know, pretty much as soon as it happened, people immediately jump on Twitter and they go, okay, what are the teams, right? What teams fit DeAndre Hopkins the best, right? And, of course, the Lions, knowing Jamison Williams is out for six games, you don't really have... In, in some people's minds, right, like a legit second option, right? Like, I think Marvin's going to be fine. You got Khalif Raymond. You got, you know, Josh Reynolds. And obviously, Amon Ross St. Brown's the GOAT. So, like, you're looking at it and you go, maybe is Detroit a place for DeAndre Hopkins to come, right? Um, you know, we've heard now since that's happened that only the Chiefs and the Bills were the only two teams to really even engage Arizona about trade talks. And they both went, yeah, we're probably okay. We'll take our chances. Um so first question, just right off the bat, do you want DeAndre Hopkins? Do you want D-Hop? And I don't want to go into contract speculation because there's no way for – because he's getting paid so much money right now, mm-hmm. he's 30. I don't know what that would look like, right? I don't, I'm not really in the – I don't want to give a 30-year-old receiver $20 million. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. But let's just assume he's interested in coming here. 
do you want DeAndre Hopkins on this team? Knowing Jamison Williams came out for six games, knowing the NFC is a little bit open for you to make a run, the NFC North has never been more up in the air, right? You're the favorites. You feel like you've made moves in the draft that are win-now moves, right? You, you basically drafted three starters with your first three picks. Um, where are you at with, with D-Hop potentially coming to Detroit? Uh, I would prefer not to do it. Um, <laughs> I mean, he just gets injured. Do you think it's play. the name at this point is really what's attracting people yes. more than production and, and the fact that, like, what he is? Because there's twofold, right? Last year, you know, without the PEDs, he actually had a pretty decent year last year, right, considering Kyler was out and everything. There's rumblings that he's may not necessarily the most team guy in the world as well. Can't confirm or deny those reports, but... It just doesn't feel like he's a guy on the surface mm-hmm. that Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes go, well, I mean, we should probably talk to him. It just doesn't feel like that to me. I just yeah. feel like they are more confident than ever in what they have offensively. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I would prefer not to engage with that. Yeah. Um, I think what you have is I don't love the receiving core. I don't think DeAndre Hopkins really – as to that right like i don't think he's like a a big enough name for me to be like oh yeah there we go now we're you know the eighth best receiving crew to the second best receiving crew <laughs> by adding right. deandre hopkins like right. i don't think that's necessarily the case mm-hmm. so i i i would be out on it if they did it i wouldn't hate it uh i think if they did sign him it would strictly be okay what did they give him because yeah, exactly. if, if they like, give him a long-term, like a three-year deal, $15, $18 million annually, you go, no, I don't like that, right? Like it's Because you're going to have to pay Amon Ross St. Brown that for this season, right? It's just That's just the reality. You're going to have to pay Panay Sewell pretty soon. Mm-hmm. you got to pay Taylor Decker pretty soon again. Like there's certain guys that you're going to have that are coming up here, right? Mm-hmm. That you're, you know, Jonah Jackson is going to be a guy you need to decide whether or not you're going to pay. Um so there, there's guys on this roster that are clear, like key members of this team that need to be, you know, paid. So it's like, where are you allocating those funds to? Um, is there a team in your mind that you like? Okay, you need to go sign DeAndre Hopkins, right? For one, whether it to be your number one, your number two, whatever. Um, say he's got, say you know, he's willing to go to your t- X team, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a team where you go? You should definitely probably sign him if if you're serious about make of uh, like being in contention, right? Like uh, like Houston shouldn't sign him. Like, yeah. I know he played there, but like he, they're just a bad team. Is there a team that you go if they sign Hopkins? You go okay, that makes a lot of sense for where they're at, and like he's gonna fit well with this, that, or the other thing. He it just feels like the Chiefs are the spot. Yeah, it just it just just because he just wants to win. And he well, wants to just that, get a ring. that and like the Chiefs never have that stud receiver. Like yeah. I think they have Juju and Sky Moore. And they don't even have Juju guys. anymore, they do they? Juju, I don't know. No, they've got uh, who did they sign? Um, oh my gosh, who did they know. sign? My gosh, dang! Oh, because Juju's on New England now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So who did they sign? Is it? Oh yeah, my want, good, Mike to, Merkel! Come on, yeah, we yeah, got. Yeah, I don't. I, oh. Sorry, I don't sit through the Kansas City depth chart too often. Oh. Uh, I can't lie to you. Yeah, that's probably your least. That's, a, that's probably your at, least visited least. team I, site I lo- ever. I look at it. I go, oh, he's got. <laughs> they got the cheat, or they got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, they saw who did, Yeah, okay, cool. who did they just? They just signed a guy too, and I'm MVS. No, who else? MVS? No, come on. They signed somebody. They're, they're starting receivers right now are Sky Moore, Kadarius, Tony, and MVS. Uh, with Richie James. 
Justin really? Ross. Huh. I thought they signed somebody else, but maybe I'm no. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm thinking of Juwan Taylor. Maybe that's who I'm thinking of. It's like their big signing, but um, they have Juwan Taylor. <laughs> yeah. No. Gross. Yeah. I don't know. What the hell? That's crazy. Um. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So yeah. Maybe him. Right. I mean, they they're missing that. I I, I don't know. It's hard for me because it's like. Does he fit, right? Like, does he fit what they want to do? He's not a speedster. He's not a, you know, he's lost some, he's lost yeah. a step, you know. I would say he doesn't fit. Yeah. But then you're playing with Mahomes, so he'll make it fit. So yeah, that's... right. Yeah. It, it definitely feels like one of the things where it's like, oh, he's going to the Chiefs, and everyone's going to go, oh, my God, they just got so much better all of a sudden. And like, did he, though? Like, I don't think they got better, but they're, like, 13 wins mm-hmm. guaranteed still. Right. Like right. They're not going to get worse mm-hmm. adding him. Yeah. Because if anything, if he gets hurt or they miss him or anything, it's like, all right, we're still going to stick with our original receivers that right. we were going to anyway. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. So, like, I don't think it's – it just feels like – I don't think Buffalo should get him. I don't think they need him. Yeah. Um. You, know, you look through some of the team, like the top teams, like Cincinnati shouldn't get him. Yeah. Baltimore just signed Odell with – um, they're they're bringing the whole guy. Yeah. Oh, well, they just drafted Zay Flowers. Zay too. Flowers. They have a shop yeah. Bateman there. Like yeah. they don't really need and him. Mark Andrews and yeah. Mark Andrews. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're just looking through. I mean, maybe Minnesota. Yeah. Looking maybe. for a second guy. But I mean, they got Jordan Addison now too. They just drafted yeah, him. So, so you're maybe, like, eh. yeah, maybe he's more of a slot guy. They and that's and I think that's an important distinction though, right? Is is what is the role that he wants to take, mm-hmm. right? Because I mean, yeah, if he came to Detroit, he's the number two option. Who's gonna be the number three? Because Jameson's going to take over, like that's just this is the reality of it, right? So, with Amon Ra being your true, like Amon Ra is your best receiver, it's not close, right? Jameson Williams, you're hoping is going to be that perfect complement to what he does, and then you've got, and okay, if you had DeAndre Hopkins, you go, okay, now that's not terrible, mm-hmm. but is he going to be okay being the third option where there's going to be games where he goes three catches for 38 yards? And are you okay with that, yeah. right? If they win the game, are you cool, yes or no, right? Mm-hmm. So that, I think, is more of the deterrent if you're a person or you're a team trying to get DeAndre Hopkins is what's his mental state going to be like, right, when things aren't rosy after yeah. initially getting there? Because he was so happy to be in Arizona, mm-hmm. right? And now look what happened, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a whole thing. Um, speaking, Going back to the Lions, though, they signed Jermaine Effetti. Uh, a couple days ago, good offensive tackle depth, which I was actually really happy that they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, with where we're at right now, with their roster, is there a spot positionally that you're like, man, you know, there's a guy out there currently, a veteran guy that you'd like to see them kind of address or or something like? Is there another move that you're expecting the Lions to make? Obviously, we haven't hit training camp, we haven't hit you know, cut downs and who, what veterans get cut and, you know, all that good stuff. But is there, is there somebody you're looking at from a player perspective that you'd go, man, if the Lions could sign him, that'd be, that'd be a pretty nice little one year gap. Or is there a position on the Lions where you go, they need help and and you don't necessarily know, have a player. Um, I mean, I I would love interior defensive line help yeah uh if possible mm-hmm. uh i think the the position i would look at the most is still the backup quarterback spot yeah i still think that they need to address that whether yeah. it's bridgewater bridgewater or, or someone yeah. um yeah i would say backup quarterback probably yeah, probably is yeah. Spot. i don't think that's a, i don't think that's a terrible one right knowing probably that hendon hooker is going to go at least on pup you know yeah, to start the year exactly. um you know, so you don't really know is Nate Sudfeld really your option? I mean, uh, in a like perfect here's, world, I, I don't, I, like, I wouldn't mind if you had 
Goff and you had Bridgewater. Yeah. And then with the new rule they added, right. if you had Sudfield as your emergency, emergency quarterback, that's yeah. not technically listed as a quarterback, but you can right. have him ready to go in the case you need a third. Because here's the thing. Right. You're looking at, if, when you're looking at third, fourth quarterbacks, yeah. it's just a guy who can stand out there. Yeah, exactly. Like, can you? Do you know the plays? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. that's okay, fine. Cool. And I think that's what that series <laughs> could do. Uh, so that's kind of what we're looking for here. Right. And that would be, and that would transition to be the head and hooker, either to be a backup right. or whatever. Right. But um, I think backup quarterback, especially like a Teddy Bridgewater, like a veteran backup is something yeah. that I Yeah, I'm interested to see kind of how that shakes out. There's a lot of good pass rushers still out there, right? Like Yannick Ngakwe, as a pass rush only special can't stop the run but as a pass rush guy frank clark talk about a guy who figures out how to play football in week 17 and then in the playoffs but Mm -hmm. the rest of the year he's garbage but like you know that's kind of you know certain guy like that i think defensive line could be a spot where they're maybe still potentially trying to look um but i mean i'm excited i'm excited for this team man i really am there's a lot of stuff a lot Mm -hmm. of change a lot of of turnover but I, i think in a good way I just saw the fact that our three safeties are Kirby Joseph, Tracy Williams, or Tracy Walker, and uh, uh, CJ Carter Johnson. That's a pretty nice little, yeah, that's, a nice little group <laughs> that's a nice group of people right there. Yeah. Um, obviously, we'll kind of do a Lions check in later on as we do our roster comparisons and all that good stuff as we get through training camp. So that'll be that'll be a good time. Real quick, too, who do you think is going to be on Hard Knocks this year? Jets. You think the Jets the hundred percent locked in because they've just yeah. been on it so many times. Yeah. So. I feel, so? I feel like it has to be the Jets. Yeah. Well, you know, the teams, I kind of thought maybe Lions would get it again just because they had such that, like, I'm, the 8-2. Eight, eight like, I mean, you you realistically Because yeah. they've done that before, yeah. right? Where it's like, okay, had a good year. Let's check back in with them again the next year type yeah. thing. Like, I wouldn't, I, obviously, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, again, I'll, I'll preface, I don't like Hard Knocks. Yeah, yeah, It's like a stupid show. But um, I do think it'd be funny watching Tell us Aaron, how you really feel. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be funny watching Aaron Rodgers walk around and, yeah, and, and I, whole, I think that like would be a lot of fun. The first two episodes is fully going to be Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Yeah. yeah, the Jets made a major trade, signing trading for Aaron Rodgers, bringing in the 28-year veteran from the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, what would it be? It had to be either be them or what? The well, tax well, because there's 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 rules, right? I know that's first year head like, coach. You can't. You're not. You're not exempt. If you haven't made the playoffs in a certain amount of time, then you're yeah. back into it. Type I was thing. trying to figure out like. Yeah. I, I saw a list of the teams that like. Mm-hmm. If they're at, like, they have to do it. Yeah. Because there's, like, the criteria, obviously. Right. There was, like, the Browns and the... Yeah. I think the Jets definitely teams. are in Jets that. are in that. Yeah. In that yeah. Like, they can be, like, chosen. Yeah. Which is why, and the, of the teams that I saw off the list, I yeah. was like, the Jets are definitely the most The team where you go, oh, yeah. 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 I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind, like, like in Atlanta or something. That'd be I fun. Think they, I think That'd they be could fun. be interesting. Young team. Atlanta would be the same thing as, like, the Lions. Right. Where they're a younger team mm-hmm. with a year that's probably more expected to be good. Yeah. Uh, the Jets just have a lot of drama and a yeah. big market. So I yeah, think I wouldn't want Cleveland because all they're going to talk about is Sean Watson's sexual abuse that's stuff true. and you're like the NFL is probably like let's maybe we don't talk about yeah. that anymore so I, I'd be interested if that yeah Jets are a good call though I didn't think about that I yeah. totally kind of spaced on the whole Rogers storyline there yeah well because um, like that first episode because they don't do any games or anything so yeah. you got to fill like yeah. 45 minutes of just right. yeah talking about talking something. about random stuff yeah. uh, the first 30 minutes of that episode is going to be so we're trying to get Aaron Rodgers here <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not wrong. That's for damn sure. Um, all right, here. Let's shift focus a little bit here. We have what feels like a yearly tradition on this show. Our resident quarterback, former Chippewa Valley JV quarterback himself, Mr. Mike Merkel, has his official, unofficial, kind of official. It's, it's a kind of unofficial, but kind of official. <laughs> yeah. I was up till like 2 in the morning yesterday yeah. doing this. So oh, my goodness. The have, commitment, ladies and gentlemen. We might have spaced out. 
I was sitting there at like 11.30 after yeah. watching a movie and yeah. said, should I prep anything for tomorrow? Yeah. I said, we'll, we'll look at some of these lists. There you go. And then we made it. So. We have the officially unofficial quarterback rankings going into the 2023 season. Um, Mike, kind of just before we kind of get into the list, uh, kind of go with your criteria of what you're going with because I think you're more on the recency side yes. of things rather than more of like the overall resume. Am I correct in that thinking? Yes, you are. Uh, I took last season. Right. Where they're at right this moment yeah. in time in their play. Yes. I yeah. took a, uh, that was a large accountability of yeah, it. Yeah. There were certain guys yeah. where, you know, they were either hurt mm-hmm. or they didn't. Right. Play. I wouldn't even say play well, but they were yeah. just hurt or the yeah. team was bad or something. Where I was like, I'll, I'll give you the perfect example Matt of Stafford. this, Matt Stafford. Yeah. Yeah. Where I don't have him super high on this list, just yeah. to throw it out there. Yeah. But because he he went you know ten touchdowns, eight picks in the nine games, right. but also he only played nine games, right? And with a kind of a bad team, with a team that was literally on fire the whole year. Yeah. yeah. So I it's hard. Like it, like if I just went on normal criteria, he'd be in like the twenties. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, like historically speaking, right. He is slightly better than coming the off 20s, a Super Bowl, off a Super Bowl and stuff. Right. So I have to give him same thing with like an Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Didn't have a great lead last year coming off back-to-back MVP regular season MVPs right. I can't just put him in the 20s because he had a bad season <laughs> so they're ranked slightly higher but yeah. they're not you know but you're still also like look he didn't but, have but a also, great year last also year didn't so play well last year is this what he is now exactly yeah so I, I kind of took a mix of those mm-hmm. for kind of the veteran players yeah, yeah the newer players were just kind of how they played and how I saw them play yeah and uh, I kind of took it from there so yeah um, so don't shoot the messenger is basically what yeah don't saying. shoot the messenger um, <laughs> and Rob will fight back on whatever he disagrees exactly with. I am ready locked and loaded alright so start with the bottom five yeah. uh, bottom five they're not in tiers yeah, yeah. but you could you could count them as tiers okay. if you wanted to yeah, yeah. kind of the bottom five are um, rookies or unproven players right. so you're going to start so, at 32 30, yeah so 32 Sam Howell Washington quarterback yeah. I also took off so there's a website called Our Lads yeah, yeah. which has all the starting quarterbacks I took whoever they projected as the starting that's quarterback fair. that's fair so yeah. obviously like they have Tyler Heineke there he's the backup right now on that website yeah who knows who's going to start there yeah, yeah. Uh, no for uh, well Heineke's in Atlanta now oh sorry there yeah, was yeah. a guy behind Sam Howell. Um, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah there was a guy behind Sam Howell, and yeah. I was like, I don't know who's going to start. They put is Sam Kyle Howell Allen's there. Kyle Allen still there? Is that who it is? I don't know. Either way. Uh, but yeah, so, so Sam Howell. Sam, yes, Sam Howell's 32. Um, I put him, and then so 31's Anthony Richardson, 30 CJ Stroud, 29's Bryce Young, and then 28's Jordan Love. I think that's fair, right? Looking at I literally went to. I think Sam Howell would be the worst of the four, three drafted this year. Yeah. And then I went in draft order. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, it looks like, like you just went, okay, who went? One, two, yeah. and four. Yeah, because right. if, if, <laughs> if, if Panthers thought CJ was better, they would have drafted him one. Right. So I imagine that this is how people right. thought the people board would fall. People saw the board would fall. And yep. then Jordan Love has game experience. But it hasn't but, been good. But it's been like one and a half games. <laughs> yeah. So there, he's kind of clumped into, I need right. more. Well, this is your Sam first year, right? Same thing with Sam Howell, right? I think it's a, okay, hey, look. They're giving you an opportunity to say you're the guy, yes or no, right? Yes. Like the Packers, are like please be the guy, or else we look like total jackasses. Yeah. But you know, so far, yeah, I yeah. Mean, so that's the bottom five. Yeah. Um, Rookies can't be high because they've never played a snap. You have no idea. Yeah, and I, I think it, yeah. So it was like I think Bryce I hate Young those rankings. Be, yeah, I, hate I think those Bryce rankings. Young may be better than Jordan Love eventually. Yeah, sure. But 
right I've, now. I've watched Dorian Love play a game and a half in the NFL. I've yeah. not seen Bryce Young take a snap. Right. So I can't see it. Correct. Sure. Yeah. Um, all right. I always hate those ones where it's like you've got like a four-year starter and you've got the incoming rookie and you go, okay, I get it. Andrew Luck's awesome. However, yeah. he technically has never played yet, so yeah. <laughs> he can't be there yet. All right. 27 to 24 okay. are starters that I just don't think are good. <laughs> <laughs> I almost that, rather be that, in tier. Listen, I'm that, almost rather be in tier five. Yeah. Uh, actually, so this this next like four, yeah. I can extend higher, but there's kind of like a, a gap. Okay. Between these, so 27, I put 49ers quarterback. <laughs> um, I don't know who's going to start there, and I think they're all kind of in the same criteria as the bottom. And I think five. it just goes to show how good the Niners are built and what Kyle and Shanahan's able so to do because it's plug and play. It, that's kind of how I feel is I think yeah. whoever goes into that system, whether mm-hmm. it be Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, or whenever uh, Brock Purdy comes back, yeah. I think he's going to be better than the bottom five. Right. But I don't trust any of them necessarily. And that's the crazy part, right? You make that trade for Trey Lance thinking, hey, we got to get that guy who can make that extra play that Jimmy G can't pull, make, and yet they've still not made it. <laughs> Uh, 26, uh, Tampa Bay quarterback, Baker Mayfield, yeah. uh, played 10 games through 10 touchdowns, eight picks. Couldn't um, figure out how to beat Seattle in that last game to help the Lions really out. Could not. What a yeah, dick. It was two and eight in good both te- uh, combination of both teams that he played for, yeah, it's not uh, good. Rams and, um, man, talk about a guy. just not, he's not a good football yeah, player. He's just, he's just there. Um, next up we have 25. We have Desmond Ritter, um, played four games, was two and two. Two touchdowns, no picks in four games. Yeah. That's... Not, I'm not seeing it from him, but, well, well. Going to have weapons this year, right? He's you got Bijan, Cordero. He's going to got... have weapons, and he's going to be a full-time starter, so yeah. he could rise They up the really list, lean but... on that run game. Arthur Smith low-key doing a pretty nice job over there in Atlanta. And 24, I have Kenny Pickett, Pittsburgh quarterback. Um, his numbers are not good. His numbers are not good, yeah. but he at least played through the year, yeah. so I have more of a sample size from him. Yep. Uh, completed 63% of his passes, seven touchdowns, nine picks. Uh, I think Desmond Ritter probably could jump him this year mm-hmm. if the play stays consistent. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to kind of see what Pittsburgh looks but like. But I also think Kenny Pickett could be a lot better in yeah, the second year, absolutely. obviously. Isn't it crazy how you so, go through a whole year and you only throw seven touchdowns and you go, really, that's it? Yeah. Seven? Well, so he uh, started 12 games. That's what I'm saying. So he went, yeah, and he 12 went, games. And, he, and the testament how good the Steelers are, he was 7-5 and five in those games. Right, so, <laughs> exactly. Just, only a touchdown in game. Yeah. So that's how, yeah. that's how good they are. Right. Uh, so that was kind of the next okay. tier-ish, yeah. how you feel Kind of younger guys, you know, or guys that, you know, you just like, okay. They're never going to be expected to carry. They're not expected to carry the team right now, right? Like, I, I got like Kenny Pickett maybe at some point, but right now you're just not yep. not there yet. All right, 23, we have uh, Deshaun Watson, Cleveland quarterback. Um, was, was not good. Was 3-3 three and three this year. Um his numbers that I had on here. Yeah, yeah, three and three. He completed only fifty eight percent of his passes. I think it's the lowest completion percentage in the NFL mm-hmm. as a starting quarterback. Eleven hundred yards, seven touchdowns, five picks. Um, he's kind of the if if when he plays the full year, if he kind of looks more like normal. Deshaun Cleveland's Watson, banking on it. Yeah, and that's what Cleveland's banking on because he gave him that fully guaranteed deal. Yeah. But I haven't seen it. Yeah, so he really hasn't higher. played football in three years, and that's the sad part about it, right? So yeah. you're like, geez, man, they paid so much for it. And I think I think that has to kind of come into play a little bit, right? Is, look, you were projected to do X, and you weren't very good. You know what I mean? So yeah. very interested to kind of see where he ends at the end of the year. All right, so these next two yeah. I think are kind of interchangeable. Mm-hmm. I went one is a slightly higher because I think their ceiling could be higher. Okay. But I think you might disagree. Okay. So 22, I put Mac Jones. Okay. Uh, he played 14 games, 6 and 8. 
Uh, 14 yeah. touchdowns. I'm gonna give picks. him an asterisk he, on this year because you have Matt Patricia calling yes, plays. Yes, I agree with that. And he kind of took a he took a he took a step back. Yeah, so for sure. I'm not completely. And 21, I have Justin Fields. I, I don't disagree with that at all. Okay. I think I here's the thing. Just, I went so yeah. I went I, and my basis off it was I think he had a slightly he had 17 touchdowns, 11 picks. Obviously, the running ability. Yeah. Um, I think they both were in bad situations. Yeah. I kind of see a little more upside from Justin Fields. Well, yeah, you saw upside that I think they've done a nice job of helping him. Right, I think. Mac Jones playing at a decent level with with Josh McDaniels, and then you get Matt Patricia, who's never called plays before, or Joe Judge as your quarterbacks coach, both of which are terrible. Um, that's a that's a recipe to make to take massive steps back in your career, and you can yeah. tell the frustration level and everything else. New England's not handling this quarterback situation very well. Um, Justin Fields was their whole offense last year, so he has not shown the ability to throw the ball very good right now. Not but great, he's so but... explosive, yeah. you can't just. You know, disregard that. Yeah, his his like legs alone moved him up like two spots. Yeah, he's gonna have to. But, he's gonna have to show he can throw the ball this year because yeah. people are gonna be. And ready for it. he has weapons this year, so yeah. I would say last year I was like, all right, when you're throwing yeah. to Darnell Mooney yeah. and, and Byron Pringle, and right. stuff, I'm like, all right, well, yeah. Now I, you've I got now you've got, you've got Mooney, there. you've got Claypool, you've got DJ Moore, you've yeah. got Cole Kmet. That, like you, you have got a decent people. run game. Like yeah. I'm like, you got stuff now. Mm-hmm. So if you're still at 17 touchdowns, 12 picks next year, yeah. Kids might be where you're at now. So. Yeah, right. Uh, Twenty. Uh, very unfortunate. What's this guy here? Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, that was. Th- this is a huge year for Russ. He lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Sean uh, Payton's yeah, there. He was four and eleven in his starts. Sixteen <laughs> touchdowns, eleven picks. <laughs> and like, oh I'll say like six of those touchdowns came in the last two games that he played. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. Yeah. Hey, so. Broncos country. Let's ride. Uh, <laughs> It's so bad. So he's at twenty. Uh, so all right, we're getting into the top nineteen twenty. How are we feeling? I, so I listen. I really don't have any complaints. Honestly, okay. I really don't. Okay. Nineteen. We have Ryan Tannehill. Uh, yeah, this is I, any higher. I think is yeah. He was, I, I, you can make the argument that maybe Russ is better, but Tannehill. I mean, Russ had so, such a bad year last year. That's so. Uh, Tannehill played twelve games with six and six. At 13 touchdowns, six picks. Yeah. He doesn't have the opportunity to throw a lot. Yeah. Because, you know, your whole offense is Derrick Henry and you're just going <laughs> to hand the ball yeah. to him. I understand that. Yeah. Um, I, I think he is the, like, game manager. He's, he's a game manager who's not a great game manager, but yeah. he does what he has to do and he doesn't turn them. Like, Russell Wilson was, like, making bad plays for you. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill is just not as good. Yeah. So right. it's just, right. I just haven't. And I think the expectations higher. are different too, right? Like you're like, it's Ryan Tannehill. Okay. You don't, yeah. you expect a certain throw out of Ryan Tannehill compared to Russell Wilson. So All right, eight, I can't believe he was yeah. four and 11. Jesus. I have that saying so here specifically bad. for some of these oh my people. Gosh. Cause I think it's gross. It adds uh, context. Yeah. Uh, next up. Uh, I know he won't be playing for the first three quarters of the year, probably, but I'm going to put yeah. him in here anyway. Uh, Kyler Murray yeah. played 11 games, was 3-8 and eight in his starts, 14 touchdowns, 7 picks. I, I can't put him much higher. No. Especially because no. he's not going to play next year. That's a year of I'm not going to be surprised knows. he's playing for another team after this year. And either. he could be. Because they, they're going to have a top – they're going to have at least one, if not two, top five picks. They have a good chance to get a, a, a Caleb Williams or, a, you know, Drake May, whoever they want. So. Yep. All right, 17, we have Saints' new quarterback, Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek Carr was a uh, 15 starts last year in the Raiders, was 6-9, and nine, 24 touchdowns, 14 picks. He threw 24 touchdowns last year? Mm-hmm. More than I thought he had. I know. That's why I was yeah. a little shocked when I wrote that yeah. down. Uh, 24 touchdowns, 14 picks, um, 3,500 yards. 
fine season. Um, yeah. Not many wins. He wasn't contributing to wins necessarily. No. With Devontae Adams and Darren Waller there, you would think you would have more than that. But I think he'd have less picks. But he's he has he had that one MVP year before he broke his leg, where yeah. he was like, I was like, maybe well, Derek Carr really is long. like the truth, and yeah. he's never been able to recapture that sense. Yeah, so uh, I'm have, interested to see what they do offensively because they're bringing in John Gruden. Mm-hmm. Did you see that the Saints are bringing in John Gruden to help install the offense because yep. they run a similar West Coast scheme as that Pete Carmichael, their offensive coordinator. So I am fascinated to see if maybe because the you got to remember the Raiders before Gruden got fired were kind of on a little bit like you thought maybe Gruden's turning this around right, and then the whole email thing happened. So maybe the Saints are kind of like low-key trying to kind of bring that synergy back with Gruden and, and Carr to be like, hey, maybe we can get him back to some kind of form here. Yep. So I'll be interested to see that. Uh, yep, so that is the official bottom half of the list. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I Listen, yeah, I don't I think you have anybody on there that you're like, oh, my God, like how could you not? Like there's name value there with like a Russ or I think even like a Derek Carr, I think sometimes people value a little bit higher based off of maybe historical senses, but – I don't think there's anybody really that, uh, based off of last year's play, you can go, oh, they're a definitely a top half quarterback because they're not because all their teams are pretty much garbage yep. outside of the Niners. That's the only team that is like a good football team that has really bad quarterback play. Mm-hmm. All right, starting with the top half of the list, all right, 16 here. The Lions fans paying attention. Your quarterback has not been, been mentioned, yep. so. That's usually Mike, Mike is Mike is being pretty nice to you right yeah. now. <laughs> uh, yep, sixteen. We got the New York Giant quarterback Daniel Jones. He That's uh, fair. had the best year of his career. Yep, he completed sixty-seven percent of his passes, fifteen touchdowns, five picks. Yep, um, three to one ratio. I think like, the five Saquon, picks is helpful. If he only had 15 touchdowns and like nine picks, you go, oh. Yeah, then he goes to down yes. a little bit. Yes. But he doesn't turn the ball over. Yep. He's good. And Saquon did a lot of the heavy load. And they didn't really have a lot of receivers to throw to there. No, they don't. So I, I, he kind of making do with like nothing, really. He's going to so. have a regression. I feel like I think the whole Giants team is going to be a little too. bit. Um, but it, in his defense, though, he Dable went, look, just don't do anything stupid. And he's sneaky athletic. Right, he's not as bad as people thought he was going to be. Right, people are like, "Ha ha, the Giants." But like, there's something to him, yeah. you know. Uh, next, next guy here, which I feel like the exact same way about as Daniel Jones is Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, um, he's got a weird situation. Yeah, so he's played right ten now, games last year before getting hurt. He was yep. seven and three in those games. Sixteen touchdowns, four picks. Yeah. Almost like the exact same line. Yeah. Um, doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. Game manager type guy yeah. on a really good team. Yeah. Um, interesting to see if he can yeah. elevate the Raiders. Fascinated. Now with all this rumors out about his foot and how they're like basically they owe him no money if he can't pass a physical. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many. I feel like the Raiders are going to be like, oh, he can't play still. And now we're going to have to cut him and play name a guy, Jared Stidham, you know what I mean, yeah. out there. I am fascinated with that. I, I Jimmy G has the perfect opportunity in Vegas to go, I'm not. I'm more than that, mm-hmm. right? Like, you've written me off. I'm more than just this, and I'm fascinated to see if they can do it. He's got, got McDaniels. He's calling plays. So that'll be helpful. Yep. All right, next two guys here I'm going to clump together because I clumped <laughs> together earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stafford and Rodgers. Okay, so you got there Stafford at 14, 14 and 13. 13. I'm, I'm going to give you a lot of credit. Because I think for some people, you could have easily taken, especially Stafford, because he did not have a great year last year before he got hurt. He was throwing a lot of picks, forcing a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. I give you a lot of credit because I think it's easy to forget that he just won a Super Bowl 
and threw 40 touchdowns and was one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. And last year, clearly everything for the Rams went wrong. So I'm going to give you a lot of credit on that because yeah. I think it's important to put that And the reason in why I, I, we talked about it before yeah. we started, but the yeah. reason I clump them both together is the Rodgers outside, you know, he didn't yeah, win yeah. Super Bowl or anything, right. but he was a back-to-back MVP before yes. this past year. Yes. So I can't just off of this past season go, well, oh, yeah, they're both in the 20s right? because they're both definitely better than – Kenny Pickett yes. and Mac Jones and right. those guys, right. you know, so I have to yep. evaluate them on last year, also taking account kind of a totality of the last four years. Yeah. And I think they're both yes. still good quarterbacks, yep. just kind of maybe on a little bit of a regression. Line, right. Um, so I can't put them top 10. I think mean, it's fair. I really do. I really 14, don't. 13, I think is a fine number. Yeah, because I think once again, they have the opportunity to go, look, both of those guys at any point in time can go, oh, they threw 40 touchdowns. Okay. And, you, and yeah. you're like, okay, yeah, I'm not, not I'm not shocked by that statement, right? So I am fascinated to see what the Rams look like this year. They're not going to be very good. Mm-hmm. I, I can see Stafford having a good statistical season, and people go, well, they're not winning again. And yeah. I go, yeah, I saw that for about 12 years. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so. yeah. All right, number 12, we have Dak Prescott. Do you want to know why Dak Prescott's here? How many interceptions did he throw? 15. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. 23 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. I can't put you in And it's higher. a lower touchdown number than we're expecting, yeah. right? Like, I'm normally, like, if he was 35 and 15. Yeah. You could be like, all right, sure. you know, yeah. yeah. Um, not 23 and 15. Yeah, defense carried close. them last year. Yes. I am, you know, new play call. Mike, or, yeah, Mike McCarthy's calling plays this year, right? They, mm-hmm. they thought, okay, it's clearly Kellen Moore's fault, you know, that we don't know how to manage games now. Um. I think I think that's the one guy out of your list so far that I think if anybody's listening to this, go, what? Come on, Dak Prescott here. But think about the guys that are left on this list, guys that haven't been mentioned. Are you really telling me that Dak played better than the rest of these guys? I don't know if you can say that. So, yeah. And Dak is the one guy, too, where he's got stats, right, usually. He ain't one shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you could you could apply that same label to Stafford for a really long time because I was the defender. I was like, look, dude, this guy's putting up crazy numbers. They're just a bad football team. Now he's won a Super Bowl. So you that, that whole argument has to shift now, right? If mm-hmm. Dak goes and wins a Super Bowl this year, he throws 25 touchdowns and 15 picks, no one's going to care because yeah. Dallas won. I agree. So it's, it's, you got to put that in context for people too, I think. Yep. And at number 11, right outside the top 10, this one I think will get people's butts a little hurt, <laughs> but I can't. I can't put him any higher. It's Lamar Jackson. And played. He hasn't play. played in two years. He, he played 12 games, went 8-4, and four, 17 touchdowns, 7 picks. I understand he's a rushing phenom. Understand that. Yeah. But there are 10 guys on this list that I think can win you football games better than Lamar can sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. listen, when you're healthy, I don't want to show up to a playoff game. Yeah. That's not great. It takes account into me. I'm sorry. And here's the thing. Once again, it goes back to it. Yeah, you're a former MVP four years ago. Yeah. And... You haven't done a damn thing. You've one playoff win, mm-hmm. and you have not shown the ability to beat the good teams on a consistent basis. Baltimore's literally built to go 10-win year. They're, they just are. The infrastructure is there, right? Yep. So what are you doing to get them to 13 wins and to an AFC championship game? You haven't done it. Yep. So that's that's really the the, the bottom line of that. Yep. All right. So uh, outside of the top ten here, where we got through everyone but the top ten. Yeah. How are we feeling? I'm feeling good. I really yep. think you did. You, I mean, uh, for people who are, we don't obviously have this on YouTube, but like Mike's got like a whole notepad with stats and stuff written down. Like this is not just off the ball here. We're not doing what every other sports talk show does and just takes the name value mm-hmm. and compares it there. Like there's actual some legit thought put into this. So yep. all right, good on you. All right. 
entering the top 10. So if you've been keeping track, taking notes, you yep. know who the top 10 is. Right. We right. just don't know what order I have them in. Right. So we will get into that. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll clump up these next. I have a couple clumps here yeah, yeah. that we're going to clump together. Kay. So I'm going to clump 10 and 9 together. All right. Um, 10 is Kirk Cousins. Yep. 9 is Jared Goff. <laughs> I have, uh, I mean, they're both outside of maybe interceptions are almost identical yeah. in statistical numbers. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins, um, 66 percent completage 4500 yards 29 touchdowns 14 picks 92 rating 14 picks last year that's a lot of interceptions for cousins Um, golf 65 percent completage 4400 yards 29 touchdowns seven picks a 99 rating that's 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 like it's a step above Mm, yeah but it's not astronomical enough to Mm -hmm. maybe jump you above some of these other guys i have but that's why he's above him is yeah half the turnovers same number of touchdowns mm -hmm. a slightly better rating right I think you play better in head-to-head matchups, quite frankly, yep. than Cousins did as well. Yeah. Um, now, I would say to Cousins' Yeah, Cousins won more games. Yeah. Is, well, Cousins won more games, and I think the argument here is Cousins has the best overall receiver. Yeah. The Lions, or Golf has the better receiving room. Right. So it's yeah. kind of, you know, pick, yeah, it's, pick, yeah. pick and choose. Uh, I yeah. think I think it kind of makes it equal. If yeah. you have like like Lions have Calvin Johnson, but you have four good receivers. Yeah, I think it like balances right. each other out. I think this balances each other out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So Goff's at nine, Cousins at ten. I don't think it's a crazy you know jump. No, or anything Cousins, man. At some point, Cousins is going to have to win something, right? Yeah. Or, or everyone's going to be like, "What the hell were you?" <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So these next three okay. I come together because they all have identical stats. Yep. Yep. And. It's literally any given day for these guys. So <laughs> at eight, I have Tua. Okay. Seven, I have Herbert. And six, I have Trevor Lawrence. Wow. All right. All right. So well, Bryce to- T Law didn't make your top five. I'm not going to lie. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried to push it. Um, but so Tua. He's going to be at the end of this year. He will definitely be it's, at the end of this it's year. It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, Tua, through his 13 games, 65% mm-hmm. completed, 25 touchdowns, 8 picks, 105 rating. Yeah, I don't think it's anything really about I – don't, I don't love Tua's game, yeah. but I also think that they've done a great job of surrounding him with, with speed, right? Yeah, Trying absolutely. to give him what he had at Alabama. The biggest concern for Tua is not even necessarily his gameplay. No, it's, 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 it's his health. health. It's, can, he, can you be there? Yes or no? And that's a hard thing to invest in if – you got brain problems. Yeah. You know? Trevor Lawrence through 17 games, 66 percentage, 25 touchdowns, eight picks, and a 95 rating. Yeah. J- Justin Herbert through 17 games, 66% uh, percent, 25 touchdowns, 10 picks. All their numbers are as close to equal as you get. Yeah. As just kind of Trevor beat Justin head to head in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So so right. Trevor goes above him. Right. Um, and I think they're both Slightly better than Tua off of your like injury concern. Oh, yeah. None of them had any injury concern. Yeah. Tua might be slightly higher. I don't I, think I, so, I, though. I think talent wise, I think from a ceiling perspective, but I, I don't even know. Like Trevor Lawrence is, uh, Trevor Lawrence really upped, upped his game. Yeah. I thought Herbert kind of took a step back last I year, and I am expecting a massive jump forward with Kellen Moore calling plays now, mm-hmm. both for his and their head coach's sake. Yeah. Um, so I'm expecting a more 30-8 to eight touchdown kind I of right for him this year and expecting the Chargers to really kind of hit the ground running. Um, but, I mean, I think Tua being where he's at, you have him in the top 10. I don't really know if Miami can really ask for much more. If, really. if he stays healthy... I think they easily make the playoffs rather than limping in. They mm-hmm. they pushed Buffalo yeah. to the to the limit. They they had a chance to win that football game. So I'm not writing them off. It's just 
Can you be there? It's the same thing with Lamar. Lamar could be a top five guy, but are you there? Are you there in December and January when you're making the run? Yes or no? All right. So entering in the top five. Does your team medical staff know how to evaluate a concussion? (laughs) That's very important. All right. Entering in the top five. You guys know who the top five would be if you've been keeping track. Yep. What's the order? All right. Number five. I will I will come out here right now and say this might just be a one year wonder. Yeah. This is the one that anyone's gonna fight Genesis. If, if you're gonna fight me, I understand you wanna fight me on this one. Yeah. I'll say hear me out on this one. <laughs> um based off solely off of last year, yeah, because I think he never really had a fair shot until last year. Yeah. Is Geno Smith. This was his first year. I'm 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 help you here, right? Okay. Before because I, everyone's like, Well, he plays for Seattle, Mike's a Seattle fan. We get it. I, okay. I do, and that buys. Yeah. Listen, I would. It's have hard. Tra- it's I would hard. Have Trevor Lawrence at number three. If I did, guys, <laughs> I can't do it. Um. Uh, yeah. Um. But I think I'm going to put this into perspective a little bit here because I I even went eh, when he told me this list earlier. I was like, okay. But now that I've thought about it for a second, let's put in a little bit of consideration here. Drafted by the Jets, those Jets teams are not good. Mm-hmm. Multiple different head coaches, different schemes. No name a receiver on those Jets teams. You can't. Followed up by several years as a backup, whether it was the Chargers or name a team, right? Solid, really good backup. I would have killed to have Geno Smith as my backup. This was the first year in his career that he went into a year and they went, hey, you're the guy. Mm-hmm. We have weapons. We have a run game. And we have a, a above-average defense. Now, going into the year, no one thought about that. And I think a lot of people dinked them because of the fact that their offensive line is not very good. And you just didn't know. Mm-hmm. But looking at the totality of the Seattle team, they are expected to be competing for the division and a playoff spot this year, and he's their guy. They didn't draft a guy in the draft at fifth overall, right? It's the first season. He is a guy that is that needs people. He's not going to be a Rodgers. He's going to will a whole bunch of schmucks to a, to an NFC title game. But is he a guy that can perform well when given pieces to help elevate his game? The answer is yes. I And so he is the best of the game manager quarterbacks. In yeah, the last year especially. Comeback player of the year. Had a yeah. good, you know. Last one, year, you know. so he played all 17 games last year. Yep. Completed 70% of his passes, which led the league. Yep. No one else hit 70. Mm-hmm. Had 4,300 yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 picks, and had a 101 rate. And I think the yardage to completion percentage is important because we've seen guys like Sam Bradford have a 75% completion percentage, but they only threw for 2,900 yards because yeah. it's all two-yard passes. Yeah, he was able to hit 4,300. Exactly. Having that 70%. Yes, having a 3-to-1 touchdown interception ratio yes i don't think it's as crazy now here's the thing if you want it you know i have trevor lawrence six if you want to put trevor lawrence five and geno six yeah would i fight you not really no, right. i think i mean i think herbert could be close if you want to put herbert there and mm-hmm. geno at seven sure yeah but i think yeah. there's a point where it's like i think geno has to be in the top 10 somewhere yeah with how he played last year yeah and i will openly admit there's like an asterisk to where i wouldn't be shocked next year he has you know, right, if he falls off a cliff yeah, and you go, all right, has, Seattle's looking for yeah, a quarterback. He has 22 <laughs> touchdowns, 12 picks, yeah. and those 3,200 yards. I'd be like, okay, back to the mean. Yeah. He'll jump down to yeah, 19 the, on this list. Right. But right. going from last year, yep. his first full year starting, yep. I think he was one of the five best quarterbacks last year. He played, played well. really he well. He played really, really well. Shocked a lot of people. I think it's the I think it, same thing that golf did. I think golf shocked yeah, a lot of people. I, 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 I think agree. last year golf was middle to – to the second yeah. half of my list. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like he was the, not in the top half. He was not in the top half for sure. No. And now he's sitting at number nine. Right. I, I don't love golf, but how no. he played, I can't put yeah. him below the And top I think 10, it's a so. fair assessment to go, look, it's it's his, 
you, you, there's a very reasonable chance where, okay, he falls off a cliff. Okay, then you've made the assessment accordingly, right? But yeah. you, if you take the name away and you said if, Russell if, Wilson threw 30 touchdowns, nine picks, threw 4,200 yards, you go, okay, so he's a top-five quarterback. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Take the name if away from If it. it's a blind reveal right. and I compared him to um, – like Trevor Lawrence, yeah, you would Dak pick Prescott, transparent to Dak yeah, or something to, like that. Let's like it's got the name. You you, you yeah. would you would pick yeah that Gino over Dak. Correct. You would pick Gino over yep. Kirk Cousins probably or yes. Jared Goff yes. and stuff. And I have them lower. So yep, that's there you just go. How it is. Yep. So that's my five. If you want to argue with me, argue with me. <laughs> but it's not because I'm a listen. I don't. I want Gino. I wanted Gino out of there last year. <laughs> I did not want him to be the starter last right. year. So I was like, oh, you're a Seattle fan. Yeah. I'm a Lions fan. I don't have Jared Goff in the top three. Yeah. Come on, guys. I can't even have that Jared Goff in the top three. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't put Jared Goff higher than nine. I'm trying to, I fight. Yeah. I fought myself for it, but yeah. I couldn't. All right, top four, guys. Uh, number four. Isn't it, like the, isn't it funny we're talking about the best of the position? It's also the least fun to talk about because you it, go, it's, yeah. You, it's pretty much. <laughs> uh, number four, Josh Allen. Yep. Uh, 16 games, 13 and three. Uh, 4,300 yards, 35 touchdowns, 14 picks. That picks, picks are a little too high. Yeah. He's the highest. Of I thought he went four. into last year as probably second, if not rivaling Mahomes as the number one quarterback. I thought he took a step back. Yeah, he did. Uh, number three, the best of the NFCs. We have Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Uh, obviously went to the Super Bowl, was 14-1 and one as a starter. Only loss was to Washington. Yep. Uh, 66% uh, completed, 22 touchdowns, six picks. Running game. Running game. Yeah. I mean, if you add the rushing total, I think he had like five or six rushing touchdowns or something crazy like that. So yep. if you want to add those in there. I didn't do it for Lamar, so I'm not doing it for him, but <laughs> you know, it's uh, up there. Yeah. And then the top two, um, I th- and I think there is a big gap between one and two and kind of some of these other guys, mm-hmm. is Burrow at two and Mahomes at one. Yeah. I, I I mean, Let me ask you this. Would I, I? Here's what I would say about this, and then you yeah. can ask this yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. I think Burrow might be the better quarterback thrower like thrower reading defenses yeah. like guy yeah but Not you just an athlete but like you just can't put him above Mahomes because yeah. Mahomes has everything so let me ask you this if Burrow beat Mahomes last year again in the playoffs would you have Burrow won if if Burrow beat him and then won a Super Bowl absolutely okay he had absolutely. to win the Super Bowl too I think so okay uh if he would have lost because then you're only two in Super Bowls yeah and then Mahomes yeah. you know has the one at least yeah, right. and stuff so yeah. um but yeah. I, here's the thing I will say about Mahomes, yeah. and I hope eventually it comes to this. Um, I would love to watch Mahomes win one road game in the playoffs. Yeah, just one. Yeah, like AFC Championship game in Cincinnati. I was yeah, I was intrigued at the thought that maybe Andy Reid was thinking about stepping down because like, yeah. well, now that's interesting. And that would also put a. Uh, we'll see what happens. Because like, here's one. the thing, right? Everyone can give shit to Brady. It's like, oh, you had all this thing set up for him. I go, well, Brady left. Went to another team that hasn't won jack shit for twenty years and went and won. Yeah. So you can't you can't necessarily do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are, and that's what you know. Like if Rodgers goes and takes the Jets to a Super Bowl, Rodgers' entire narrative changes in an instant. Yeah. Like you immediately go, is he like top three all time now, right? Like like it's it's really because of the talent, the MVPs. He's got two rings, two different like all these things, right? Like yeah. it's just it's totally different. So I am Mahomes' stuff is. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I just it's one of those things yeah. where like Mahomes gets through the playoffs. I'm like, yeah, he's at home yep. the entire time. Yeah, like he's never he is never outside of the Super Bowl. Yep. played an actual road playoff game. Right. And you've he's, lost big road lost big playoff games at, at home. home. 
Yeah. Like the ones that you don't make the Super Bowl for. You lost at home. You lost at home. Yeah, at least Rodgers for a long time went, look, we're the four seed. We're like, we're going always into San Francisco yeah. and getting our dome You're going into Seattle. Kicked in. You're going yes. into these spots. Right. Like, when you lose yeah. to Cincinnati at home because you blow a 21-point mm-hmm. lead at mm-hmm. home or you can't beat Brady because yep. you have a, you score zero in the first half yep. at home yep. in Arrowhead, it's like, what? Right. That's on like, you, too. Yeah, Just as much as the like, triumphs. It's hard, yeah. like, it's hard to be like, hey, Cincinnati, you're going to go into Kansas City every single year. Hey, Josh Allen, yeah. go into Kansas City and win. It's right. a much harder ask yeah. to do. So It's interesting, for sure. The yeah. fact that he's gone in there once and done it and was close the second time, I mean, he's close. He's, he's not far away from Mahomes. Yeah. But he's, like, far enough away where I don't know if he could pass him. Burrow was the but. one guy for me that going into last year, right, I was, like, had a really great run. Can is is he going to be that guy where you go? Okay, he's just in it all the time and now, nice. or or was he going to be like, okay, they just got hot and they're going to go back to nine and eight, yeah. right? Like that's where I was like on the fence with Cincinnati he, as a whole, and he went and he went. No, no, I'm legit top five. Burrow, Burrow for me feels like like obviously he's like second yeah, yeah. quarterback. He he gives me like the Jimmy Butler vibe from the NBA, yeah, yeah. where like the regular season. He's just like because they start out so rocky, right? He threw do, like, like a couple three this pick year, games. He, he went. Um, uh, 68% completed, 35 touchdowns, 12 picks. Right. So he has like a, I mean. But I, I think he threw better. three picks in like two of the first four games. So like yeah. half yeah, that, of his interceptions came in the first quarter of the year. Super high. Right. But then like the playoffs come and he's just like absolute different monster. Like yep. it's like, it's one of those like, I don't know if I want to bet against Joe Burrow. He's a, I, that's hard to get. Listen, if you him. give me Cincinnati, Kansas City every year, I go, I don't, I don't I'm know. I'm not going to complain. Burrow versus Mahomes <laughs> is a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah. All right. That I, is. I don't, listen, I don't really have any issue with the list, Mike. I'm going to be honest with you. I think he did a great job of evaluating you know me i would have definitely you know i was i was so I was, interested to see where you were going to put stafford just based on the fact that he didn't have a great year last year mm-hmm. um but I'm, I'm digging it i'm with it so far i think the biggest one you're going to get pushback on is clearly geno smith yep. but i think you strip away the name and you go who had a better year last year i was year? gonna say listen we could do blind reviews if you want yeah, and right I, who I, do you want more yeah do you, you know do you want 70 percent complete 30 touchdowns 11 picks or do you want? And then you can even add the record on that, right? Yeah, what do they go? Nine and eight. Nine and eight. Or right? do you want the ten and seven, sixty-six percent, twenty-five touchdown, ten pick guy? Right. Right. Oh, you exactly. want the first guy? The first guy's genius. The second one's Justin <laughs> Herbert. Uh, come on. Yeah, guys. exactly. So I think it's fair. I think it's a fair assessment. Great job as always. Looking forward to reviewing that um, as we kind of get a little bit closer to the season. Injuries. I love doing our roster breakdown. That was something we brought up to the show last year. Mm-hmm. That was a lot, a lot of fun doing the rankings. So mm-hmm. looking forward to doing that. Um, all right, let's shift focus. Last topic of the day. That's right. You hear the bell. It's time. Let's get in that squared circle, Mike. Let's talk WWE Night of Champions live from Saudi Arabia. Um, I didn't watch it live, but I watched it after the fact. Um, <laughs> I thought this is a solid show, Mike. I really do. I mm-hmm. think their last few have been really good, quite frankly, coming out of Mania. Um, I know there, there's so much meat on the bone here to, so, to a couple different threads mm-hmm. that we're going to get into. Um, I am... Overly excited for Money in the Bank because mm-hmm. I don't know where we're going on a couple yeah. different things. Yeah, I had a few gripes, yep. but overall didn't mind. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Let's just start out, you know, let's let's go through it. Yep. All right, so we opened. This is this is going to be my first gripe until the end. Yeah. Was. The end. We're, we're going to open with the uh, World Heavyweight Championship Tournament final match. Yeah. And I went, this is like the one time where normally match card order doesn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. This one was the one where I was like. I will say this in defense of that, because I agree with you. I would have preferred this match to go on last. However, if it did go on last, Roman would have had to go on first. That's the yeah. only way they would yeah, have been. Yeah, 100%. Because, because 
it, I feel like they went, look, we've got so much story that we have to do with the Roman match, and we're going to get to that in a minute. But, like, with this, I thought they did a, as best a job as possible to go, let's try to give them their moment to start the show. Because then you followed it up with, um, with Trish and Becky, right? Which is, like, out of it, I think the least amount of stakes yeah. involved, right? So I was like, let's try to give them as much, like siloed attention as we can mm-hmm. and the only way to do that is either to put them on first or put them on last yeah you know no, I, mean? I thought i thought this these yeah. two were going to open or close yeah, yeah, yeah it was just kind of depending on which one and then once like obviously mm-hmm. it was like all right shenanigans gonna happen in the main event yeah, because yeah. i feel like if it was gonna open right it probably would have been more of a generic match right and not as much story yeah since it's flipped i was like okay so they're gonna do something in the main yes event. yes okay, cool. yeah but anyway um, but yeah, so they opened the show, had a really good match. Yeah. Um, people on Twitter were like, match of the year. Well, yeah, honestly. did and not I think like, it was match I was of like, the year. I thought it was like good. I was like, from these two guys, I was kind of expecting a little more. I thought they needed more time. Kind of. I thought, they, I thought the match kind of ended abruptly, in a my opinion. Bit. And I was like, huh. Because the first like, five minutes of the match, they didn't touch, and they're just doing, doing his theme thing. song. So I was like, yeah. Eh. yeah so this match went... 20 minutes, 40 seconds. Yeah. Obviously, Rollins wins. But I was like, everyone on Twitter was like, that might have been the match of the year I would have cut and a couple like, minutes off of uh, Becky and Trish and cut a couple off of Asuka and Bianca. Yeah. And I would have definitely just said, hey, Roman, can you move a little faster in your damn entrance for the love of God? Yeah. Outside of that, I mean, I thought they could have deserved more time. Yeah. Um, I do too. I, I I was, if you're giving me, like, if you want to give it a grade, I'm like, I'll give it a, a B. Like, I yeah. thought it was Good, oh, yeah. not if you, great. If you give it like a star, like out of five, we'll... I'm giving it like a three. Okay, yeah, yeah, like a, yeah. Like, I was, like, I was gonna say I'm like in like three, three and a half. Yeah, that's kind of where like, I'm at. I was like, everyone was like, oh, four and a half, five. Star. I was like, I, I don't see like. I thought they went out there and I thought they tried to tell a good story. I just thought that the flow. I, I think it's hard because I just thought like. I guess I guess maybe my problem, like my new Japan brain, mm-hmm. is going. I watch all these crazy yeah. Kenny Omega Will right. Osprey matches that are five star, yeah. and I watch and I was, I felt like they were just kind of going slow. I thought they told and, a nice story, but there's no heat because it's it's a that's the one problem. And I, you know, I love tournaments, right? Mm-hmm. I love I love the whole thing because I think it's must watch TV when there's a tournament on TV. But in this scenario, it hurt them because there's no heat between the two. Yeah. It's not like AJ's coming in as champion. Seth's been chasing. It's two guys that have no business fighting each other except for this world title. So how do you generate heat when Rollins is not even on television, technically, not even there to, like, you know what I mean? It's like it's been a difficult kind of road to get there in that sense, right? So I thought they did the best they could. I've definitely seen them in both better matches, though. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's why I was expecting, I think, more. Yeah, I was too. And I I think it always happens to us where we're like, oh, these two guys together, and you go – it, the chemistry just didn't feel like it was yeah. there. If they, I think if they do time. one or two more times, though, I think it could. Yes, because they fought before, you know, for the universal and stuff like that, and those were good. But like, I think both guys have like a better chemistry with like a Roman mm-hmm. than they do with each other. Yeah. So thought it was good though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Happy I, Seth like got I said, the win. I thought it was good, but all these people who were like match of the year best. Well, I, I saw like, that, I, and then I saw the complete opposite. Would be like, God, AJ and Seth. Stuff. They go, well, it didn't suck. That's yeah. not a fair. It was enjoyable. I don't think yeah. I'll ever go back and rewatch. That's it not one. Yeah, but, outside of the historical significance of crowning a new world champion, it's not like anything where you go, oh my gosh, that was a banger. And yeah, go, like, I'm gonna go back. Like it was fine. Yeah, uh, it's definitely not the match on this card. I would go back. No, and no, no, no. There's no. definitely at least one or two yeah. other ones. Um. Next match, and you you uh, preface this here, Trish Stratus beating Becky Lynch in 14 minutes, 50 seconds due to interference from um, 
Zoe Stark. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, or something. Um, uh, good fine match. I thought Zoe Stark's finish. I've like never seen it before. It looks awesome. Right. Except she breaks Becky's nose. Outside of that, it looks awesome. Um, well, yeah, I thought they told a good match. Went 14 minutes, 50 seconds. Um, doing their thing. Definitely just felt like a, a setup to a, a yes. SummerSlam. You know, something. yeah, you knew you weren't getting a final resolution here. I like the fact that, you know, people were really complaining. And I agreed in a sense that, like, you, you smushed Candice LeRae with Zoe, right, in her debut on Raw. But now you look in, okay, now she's going to be playing that enforcer, heater type role for Trish. Now it starts to make a little bit more sense, yeah. right, on why they did that on Raw. So think putting it all together, didn't mind it. Thought they did a pretty nice job. Thought Trish got good heat. I think this is the wrong crowd to have this first match in front of because Trish is going to get cheered to some extent because mm-hmm. she's a legend. Um, so it's a tough mountain to climb yeah. in that sense. Yeah, I thought again, I thought they had a little too much time. Probably a little bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that finish was always stark when she does. A yeah. Well, I like how I she like, hit her and then just caught her and threw her in the ring. I was like, wow, that's like a little attention to detail because yeah. she could have let her just flop. Yeah. And I'm like, well, now you just killed it because now you've wasted all that time to recuperate. Mm-hmm. Unless this is yeah, the she greatest. threw her right in and pinned her. Yeah. Like, that's kind of cool. I was like, okay. But yeah. yeah, that finish. I was like, it hit. I went threw her in and she's all dilapidated. She hit stratisfaction. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah. I was like, that was, that was yeah. All right, next up, we had the Intercontinental Championship match. We had Gunther, Mustafa Ali, shortest match of the or <laughs> No, no. Not the shortest match yeah. of the night. Uh, but one of the shorter matches of the night. Yeah. Um, every time Gunther comes out, I will say I love Gunther to death. I just miss his original entrance. <laughs> I, I like the I like his current stuff. Too. I don't I don't, I don't mind the new it. one, but it's not as fun to sing along to yeah. as the original one. Yeah, this one I think his current one sounds more like he's just a badass like it does. dictator guy where you're just like, oh okay, so he's gonna kill somebody. Yeah, right he, now. Yeah, yeah, like the other one was more like babyface, like uh, sing along with mm-hmm. me kind of thing. And I, I just enjoy singing. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's going to be like, no, I'm going yeah, to rip I'm your face off. You, yeah. uh, speaking of ripping faces off, he did rip Mustafa Ali's face off in this one. It was fun. So, yeah, I want to give them a lot of credit, though, because I thought they did a nice job. If you are not as detail-oriented as we are mm-hmm. about this stuff, right, and we're like, okay, there's no way, right? Mm-hmm. If you're an 8-year-old or a 13 or whatever, right, and you just, you just watch WWE every single week, you're not on the dirt sheets, you're not on all that stuff. They would have had you biting on this match. Mm-hmm. He hits the fourth and he hit it, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Right? It was like you had that moment, made him look good, just for going there to rip his face off at the. End. I yeah. love his double foot stomp drop kick thing into the corner. Oh yeah, the missile drop kick. Oh thing my gosh, it, looks so it is my favorite move ever because it's so hilarious. Because that like there's you can't even, you don't even have to sell it. Don't worry, I got you because you're gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I'm going to kick that. Life oh my out gosh, of I I think it's hilarious. The power bomb afterwards, I was like, okay, so he's dead. Um, I thought they did a nice job here. Would have preferred some. Once again, if it wasn't Saudi, I don't know if if Mustafa Ali is the guy in this match. Probably not. Would have preferred somebody where I would have felt like you had a bigger chance of an actual defeat here yeah. he's going to be champion for a while because he's going to break honky talk man's record i do too yeah rightfully so by the way because fuck the honky talk man best uh, part about his thing was his entrance music yeah. all right so we had the raw women's championship <laughs> game defended by two smackdown superstars so that yeah. was fun um and spoiler and s- title change <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, maybe we should put a, a preference yeah. before this. Hey, we're going to spoil the show for you yeah. guys. Cause, ah, they'll be fine. Uh, you had a whole day. Figure it out. Yeah. 
Um, this isn't even going live until tomorrow, so it's two, like two whole days. days Figure it out. Oscar uh, be- defeating Bianca Belair in 15 minutes. Uh, obviously, new champion. WrestleMania um, match was better. WrestleMania match was better, yep. and I didn't like love the finish, but I'll live with it. Fine. Yeah, like I was thought like, it was abrupt. A I thought it was bit. very abrupt. Kick to the head. Oh, she's just done. Well, because like, right, that then. was my thing. Was like she got like the the mist yeah. on her hand. Yeah, she just kind of rubbed it, yeah, and I went I don't in know the if, eyes. I was like, I was like, I don't know if that would have like pocket sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha. <laughs> and then and then it was like one kick to the back of your head done. I was like, you didn't hit her with a finish, no. or you didn't hit her with anything. It was just no. one kick to the head, and she was out cold. And then right when the three hits, she goes, "Oh my eyes!" Yeah. I was like, eh, don't, yeah. not, not not loving it, but. You know, I get the I get the point of yeah, it. Yeah, I I like the fact that they went title change here. I think it's yeah. time. I do think it was time. Yeah, yes. so I'm like, okay, like let's let's move on a little bit here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like let's be honest. Now I think it sets up Bianca and Rhea. I do hopefully too. at SummerSlam. Yeah, and that will make me very happy. That'll make me very happy as well. Uh, I will say I'm not loving the Oscar. No. New no? new look thing. Not getting it. Not not feeling no? it yet. I I, I maybe it's because I don't watch the week to week thing. But yeah. um, I don't think that would help because I don't think they're fe- like they're building to this feud. Well, they didn't ha- like they, the feud was mania. So that's why I thought the title change was gonna happen there because yeah. she was hot coming back. She wins the the chamber. Blah 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 blah. And now like okay now it's like oh now she's back again. Now she gets another shot. Now she wins. It's like we're yeah, really it's late on pulling the trigger on shit, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, we are really just, <laughs> just laid up on the trigger. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's not a shot. That's fine. Um, uh, I can't even get to the cool main yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we did have a match in between. Yeah. We we can talk about it for as long as the match lasted. So okay, it went about out. a minute. Yeah. Um, uh, Rhea Ripley absolutely just destroys Natalia on her birthday, and it was really funny. Well, you know what's funny is literally in the as she's walking down the aisle, Gregory's like, Natalia's not even hoping to win. She's just hoping that she can keep her head up high during this match with Rhea Ripley. And I was like, <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. So she's already going in thinking, I'm going to get destroyed here, but I'm just trying, to, just trying to put out a good performance, and then it's over. Yeah, um, I will say this, though. For all the shit, you know, and we and we give, you know, both companies equal amounts of this where it's like there's no build. Why is she getting a title match? This was a perfect counterpoint to go, this is why. Because she gets a shot at it, and then Rhea runs and runs through her face, and you go, okay, that's what was supposed to happen. Yep. Rhea's on fire, and Natalia's coming out of nowhere for the title. There's no story. There's no build. There's no reason for Natalia to give her a big fight. Instead, she ran through her face, and it was over. Yeah, I will say this is the match on the card I probably cared the least amount, obviously, because oh, exactly. there's no story. No build, right. So exactly. uh, I get up to make myself a sandwich during this yep. one, and I walk back, and Rio was like on the ramp celebrating, and yep. it went to dark, and I went, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, okay cool. All right, all right yeah. next one. All right, exactly. we'll get to the stuff I was like really interested to watch. Exactly. Um, so co-main event time. Yeah. We have Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes, and a singles match that wasn't like a street fight, but they kept saying that they're going to fight. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be like a street fight. We're just doing a one-on-one match. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm down with it. Um, Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. They kept bringing up this titanium um yeah, the cast, the, cast, the air cast. I thing. just thought it was funny because he kept saying titanium yeah. as like a big word that they yeah. were using. I was like, "There's no way it's a titanium cast." Well, but... they're like, "What metal is is flexible enough where it's not going to kill him if he gets hit?" So yeah. when I hit him 35 gajillion um, times with it. Is iron too strong? Yeah, I, I know. Like, they were like, "What? What? What piece of metal should we say this is?" is? It mercury? Instead not of just being like Velcro because yeah. it's not going to hurt. Like we're not saying it's something. Um, it's actually just tissue paper with holes cut in yeah. the middle. And then Michael Cole did like what the Big Bang Theory would do in an episode where he said a lot of big words about how he broke his arm. Yeah. And I went, 
you know, I'll just believe you. Sure. Yeah. It's like watching a, a cop show and then they're running a, uh, a command on a computer and it's just a show all to show a whole bunch of IP addresses. Uh-huh. Like, oh my gosh, look at all the stuff that's on the computer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, he was like, yeah, this is a compound upper brutistic yeah. something. something. I was thoracic. Like, thoracic. Tyrannosaurus Reximus. Yeah. On bone. Joint yeah. broken. All right. And he was saying it and I was like, you know, I'll just believe you. I'm yeah. not going to look it up. I'll just believe yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I didn't love the inconsistency with the cast. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's a work cast. Obviously, what did actually break his arm? Spoiler what? alert! Um, but like Take he the could, magic away, I was Mike. like, I was like, he could punch him fine, yeah. but when he would get like thrown, yeah. he's like, oh whack my arm, arm. Yeah. or racket, yeah. kind of confused. I was like, when did, like he would jump off the top rope, go, Ugh, hit you with it, perfectly fine, <laughs> fall on the, the ground. Cast. Oh my god, it's in so much pain. Yeah, didn't like that stuff. Didn't love. Um, also didn't love. <laughs> The pre-finish yeah. of the finish, where he's in the Kimura for like 14 minutes, and yeah. the match only went nine, <laughs> and he's lying there, crisscross, <laughs> and he passed out just to wake back up, get out of it, yeah. to then get in the Kimura again, pass out, and then die. Well, I mean, that's just that's like the most traditional wrestling thing ever. But though. like, I, like yes, also he passed out. Well, he, he, he wasn't fully passed out though, right? Because his arm was still up a little bit, and he grabs like, ah, oh, no, not yet. No, I'm no, I'm still not, alive. But, but, I, uh, but passing out through not a chokehold. Yeah. Well, it's the same. It's the same thing. It's the it's the Austin Brett thing. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. It's it's the yeah, but isn't like wasn't it like the whole thing that Austin lost too much blood, and that's why he passed no, out. No, if, if you listen to the commentary, he goes, he didn't tap out. He passed out from the pain. Like that's that's the whole that's the thing, right? Is that he didn't give up, right? Now, obviously, blood would have helped clearly, yeah. but it's an arm. Um, in this situation, I think what they're trying to like once again, it's we've got to put every possible obstacle in his way uh-huh. before he gets back to regularly scheduled programming. Is the best way I can put that, right? So, uh-huh. um, in this way, he doesn't take a pinfall loss, gets his ass kicked, has the comeback, right? Everything he possibly can do, it sets up Brock as still a monster. The whole nine yards. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't really have an issue with the finish itself because I understand why. Right. I mean, we really should have telegraphed this last week when, like, they're like, "He's got a broken arm, and you can't do this. You're not good enough." Blah 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 blah. And uh-huh. I, I almost feel like I'm like, mm, we probably should have thought about that for more than five seconds. I think it was more of us hoping that this feud to be done with at this. Yes, show. that's who I, I thought he was just going to run through everything. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the fact now, okay, you have Brock his win back. He ch- he gets choked out. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and you're just like, okay, like let's, yeah, you know. Long story short, I just wasn't a big fan. I know. I don't think the match was very good. Like, I, I was thought, bored, and yeah. then I was like, all right, he's sitting in this Kamor with a broken arm forever. Yeah, the arm I think is a tough sell too. Yeah. Like, I, well, you know, I, I guess so. <sighs> yeah, it's okay. So. <laughs> Yourself the, off the, the, yeah. the, the, the only part I have slightly about it is guys get put in the Kimura and like instantly tap. tap. Right, right, right. I was like, my man has a broken arm. And I understand, yeah. I understand <laughs> that the point is he's yeah. surviving yes. and he's not tapping, even though he has a broken arm surviving the Kimura. Yes. Understand. Yeah. But how does some, like, how does Triple H, Kimura done automatically? Yeah. This guy's like, I can sit here for seven minutes in a Kimura yeah. and survive. Yeah. That's. Because he's Cody, motherfucker. Because he's Cody Rhodes. Rhodes. <laughs> can't beat Roman, but yeah. can... <laughs> he had Roman. He had him, damn it. He barely beat Brock. He had him. 
He had him. Yeah, I like. I, said, like I, I guess the end the, at the end of the day, this whole feud thing is not making me believe that Cody's really overcoming anything, because yeah. the first time he squeaks out, and the second time he passes out and like dies. Yeah, I I'm think not seeing the overcoming. You're trying, yet. you're trying to show the. I think the overcoming is I'm I'm coming in with a broken arm, and I'm still going to show up. I'm still going to fight. I'm still going to do what I can. And mm-hmm. you didn't beat me. My body failed me. Right, mm-hmm. so I think it's more of that line of thinking. I, sure, you know what I mean. So I think what happens is okay. So now in the third one, okay, I beat you. I beat him clean. I hit crossroads. It's a one, two, three, and then we're on our way, and we're, mm-hmm. and we're going. I think that's the end of the the line. Yeah, you know, I would assume it is. Yeah, but and that's where you're like, okay, check, right? Brock Lesnar done. I know. Okay, I also look at as Roman killed Lesnar the last three times. Yeah, and Cody's barely beating Lesnar. Yeah, and I'm like. I'm telling this you, dude, gonna do it. I think I'm going to be fucking spot on with this Roman shit, by the way. I think I'm going to be spot on with how they're going to play this. My my whole pitch last week, maybe mm-hmm. not the match necessarily, but where everything's going to fall apart and he's just going to become a more violent, like, yeah. asshole of a person to set up him and Cody again. I think it's going to be spot on what's mm-hmm. going to happen. But let's, let's get to the main event. <sighs> yeah, sure. Let's get to the main event. What do you have issues with the main event? I thought this no, was, I was good. No, I'm still upset oh, about Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just upset. Yeah. I just wanted him to win the title and be done with it. Yeah. I'm just very upset. This entire, <laughs> all the way up to WrestleMania 40 is just going to be really frustrating for me. <laughs> it's okay. Because I literally just don't care about any of this stuff because yeah. he's not the world champion. Yeah. Can't give it to you right away, Mike. Can't like, give it to you right away. And here's the, am I going to want it in nine months? Am I just going to be annoyed when he wins it? No. And then it's like, who are you going to fight after? Anybody? Literally anybody, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. AJ Styles? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Kenny Omega when he leaves AEW and his contract runs out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, roll that in. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, MGF See? will come yeah. over after uh, that in. Yep. the bidding war of 2024. Oh, oh boy. boy. That's why go. he should have been a world champion going into Mania 40. Sign MJF over. Boom, there you go. Yeah. Never going to happen. That's fine. Happen. Uh, main event time. Yeah, we had a tag team championship match because why would Roman defend his world title on a on, on a night of champion show? I don't know. I just... Well, the U.S. champion didn't wasn't even on the show, so yeah, but that's the U.S. No one gives a shit about the U.S. championship. A <laughs> town down, Mike. A town down. Was he champion for a thousand days going into yeah, the show? Exactly. I don't think so. I love it. I dig it. Tag titles have never met more. Yeah, honestly, they really have. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um. Yes, yeah, so they wrestled for a while, and yep. then uh, shenanigans happened. Rob, listen, I dig it. I listen. I am. I am in total. I know you're kind of done with it at this point. However, I will give them credit for this. They're not staying stagnant in the sense of the story, mm-hmm. right? We're not seeing another three, four, five, six months of them all being together and everything's hunky dory, right? Like. Every single episode that Roman is on, there is a movement in shift in the in the story, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's bumping into Solo, whether it's the Usos having issues with, with Roman or with Paul or even to this show here. Like everything, it's it's you're getting to a point where if, if you care and you're watching the story in, you know, through the whole thing, you're writing a masterpiece from a from a aspect of this book is just, it's like, it's every page is a new week, right? Yeah. And that's how we're getting to it. Uh, and listen, I, I would preference by saying, I don't think the story is bad. Yeah. I think they're doing a very good job with it. Yeah. It's just like. The title's getting, being held hostage hurts. Yes. Yeah. Well, that, 
And it's like if you watch like a TV show yeah. and they go on for too many seasons after yeah. like the prime, mm-hmm. it's like I was I like I was done with the show after season nine, yeah. but they did 10, 11, 12, <laughs> and they're just not as yeah. good seasons. Right. Like I'm just done with the Reigns thing at Mania 39. Yeah. I can acknowledge that it still might be good and interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I just don't. Yeah. I'm just no, not there. Fine. I just yeah, don't care sure. anymore. I look, I, I think that we're at a point now, right? Okay, so you know, going through the match, right? We're we're going, blah, 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 blah. Usos come in, accidental double super kick to solo, Roman sees it, we get this big thing. Him and Jay are going face to face, Jimmy comes in, super kick, crowd loses its freaking mind, right? Um, you know, you you see the interaction between Jimmy and Jay, right? Jay's like, What are you doing? Jimmy's like He's like, I'm doing what you should have done. Here, I'm going to do it again. Hits him a second time, which I laughed my ass I off. He's really like, you know what? Here, you watch this. Watch out. Right? Yeah. thought that was great. Uh-huh. Um, and then to see them both then kind of bail, right? And so now you've got a little bit of a conflict between both Uso brothers where it's like it's, it's always been us. It's us from the beginning. It's not about him. It's about us, that kind of thing. And so now you've got uber baby faces now going to come out of this, right, with those guys. Um, I could even see a situation where now it's like, okay, what what is going to happen, right? Because SmackDown, you're going to do the thousand day celebration. What is going to occur there? I think they're just doing a really good job of now. We we took so long to build it up, right? Okay, we've reached our peak. We're we're the undisputed tag champs. Solo's doing his thing. Roman's got both belts. We're just rolling, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's the slow steady decline of everything else around him is kind of falling to shit. I am so intrigued because I still think that there is a legitimate chance we get this fatal four way out of it somehow. If we're due money in the bank where it's Roman and solo versus the Usos now, where maybe the titles on the line, cause they've done that in the past, right? Like, okay, if Roman get, you know, if the, if they lose, right, then the title changes hands, and mm-hmm. then maybe that's how we can then springboard into, well, Jimmy had the pin on Roman, and then Jay broke it up because he wants to beat Roman because that means he wins the title. That's how we can spin it off into SummerSlam. Like, there's, there's ways we can get to places. Mm-hmm. But the long story short of it is is that we're, we're seeing the dissolution of it, so now it's getting to the point where I feel like, in t- to appease to your thought process here of, if you want this to be done, it's getting there. Mm-hmm. We're getting closer. We're, we are truly mar- making our way to the point where at one point, you know it's there, there's a clear date scheduled, barring injury, that you know this is it. Because the, it's, it's, you know what I mean? It's been so calculated. Every show is, okay, Sammy turns, blah, blah, blah. Like everything to it now, there is a clear designated end date mm-hmm. for this whole thing, whether that's WrestleMania 40, whether that's SummerSlam, whatever, there's a clearly designated time where you go, and at this date right here is when that's where we go, period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So take a little bit of solace in that, that we're not staying stagnant in the sense of, okay, well, we're going to have four months of them teasing a fight. We, they're broken up for all intents and purposes now, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, where do we go now? Like SmackDown's going to be very important to set up Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank's going to be big. SummerSlam's going to be like it. Definitely feels like we're seeing. Like I don't think we're in Chapter Three anymore. I think we're more than halfway through the book now. Yeah. It's kind of how I put it. Yeah, I think I think I just wish that um, this 
this yeah. could wrap up by SummerSlam. Yeah. And I just don't think it will. Maybe not. No. Uh, no. Like, I, I wish that, like, Cody would have ran through Brock yeah. and ran through a few other people. Mm-hmm. And you had this whole thing happen. Money in the bank. Uso mm-hmm. separate. And then the Roman finally, like, loses it. Summer- like, I wish. Yeah. I kind of wish SummerSlam was, like, two months later. Yeah. So, like, we they could do a few more things. And right. then get to that point where right. Roman's going to lose to Cody in, right. like, September right. or, or something like that. But, like, I, I think this road's going to end at Mania well, here's 40. The thing. I don't know what they're going to do, right? Because if, if he's scheduled to defend the title at both Money in the Bank and at SummerSlam, right, I don't know, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. I think that if it's a tag title or if it's a t- if it's a tag match, but if Roman gets pinned and he loses it, I don't know, right? Like, there's so many ways you can go about it, right? WWE is, you can book yourself into anything. Yeah. Um, but... I agree with you. I do think it's tough. I, I like I said, my the way I'm thinking about this is is that okay, everything falls apart. Solo's gone. The Usos are gone. It's just him basically by himself at this point. Even with Paul, or maybe even by the end of it, right? Paul leaves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just him and the titles. And now it's like he goes into almost a desperation mode. Then you get this new version of this badass character where yeah, he's a badass now, but he's a badass out of desperation, no longer out of cool calm collected like i've got i'm running this ship mm-hmm. everything revolves around me now it's like everything's kind of moving past me right now and i'm kind of just here and what the hell why is nobody mm-hmm. acknowledging me anymore as the best and then that's when you finally get the breaking point of oh he lo- loses and then he goes away for six months yeah you know what i mean so i don't know i'm 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 just glad that they're progressing if yeah. it, i would be much more in your camp if they were just like rolling mm-hmm. you know for the next six months and then we started this whole thing so i'd be like man you're really asking a lot of people to stay with this getting no small crumbs of like okay now the usos are gone mm-hmm. okay oh okay now solo's gone. oh okay here we go right and before we finally make our way full circle mm-hmm. back to the match so at the end of the day i think it's gonna all work out in the end hopefully maybe i just i'm just <laughs> worried that they're gonna lose that they're gonna yeah. lose the Cody interest by then. Yeah, because I think people are like, I even like, I'm just like, man, this is not helping Cody's case. Yeah, he, I, you stuff. know, I like and to I, agree I, with I, you, but I, he's I, still over like Rover, man. People are he's over, but like he's he, more over now than he is in AEW. Oh, well, yes. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that in yeah. the slightest. Um, but I just feel like like if you wait too long. Yeah. You're gonna like miss that point. Like I, I'm worried that Mania 40 happens and they win, Listen, and I come on, and I go. Maybe, that was cool. Maybe SummerSlam is still the goal. The Usos are gone. They're mm-hmm. not part of the bloodline anymore. So you yeah. get this match, Roman and Solo run through them, mm-hmm. right? And then okay, Cody wins Money in the Bank somehow, right? Or or beats Brock, and or, however you want to get there, mm-hmm. goes right up to him and he goes, "Look, dude, I just beat the only guy that's ever beaten you on the biggest stage." Blah 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 blah. And then we go through it and look right mm-hmm. and that that we have that six-week build from money in the bank to SummerSlam, where solo's like i'm not doing it or he gets to whatever right mm-hmm. there's a way they can get there does there's it feel a, a little I, more fast forward at that say, point yes like, it might be expedited but yeah i would and i would be more of a fan of it if yeah. they did expedite it yeah. and just did it there and got it all over with because well, cool. solo here, took the pin too yeah. there's a lot of I'd stuff be cool happened. here's the thing if, if they did the whole um uh, right, like they did the mm-hmm. match at SummerSlam. He goes away for six months, and they want to do a third one at Mania, yeah. where he challenges again, mm-hmm. where he's like, "I lost it. I lost everything. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get my titles back or something." Mm-hmm. Yeah, fine. I'd be, I'd yeah. be okay for that. Right. I just like, yeah. I just want to wait a whole another year yeah. to watch Cody 
get like probably win right, right, in right. a pretty like everyone knows she's gonna win moment mm-hmm. and just be like yeah that was cool okay right. like I feel like like 39 would have been like oh my we're all on fire ready to yeah. see what's next I feel like he wins at 40 and go yeah that's cool <clears throat> Yeah. And I just hope that it's not that. Does it, it does it take it, does it feel any different though? Because like they did it with Brian. Everybody knew going into 30, Brian was gonna win it. Does it it, it kind of feels like that to me almost in that sense where like you're like, I'm ready for the moment. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get the moment type thing, you know? Because like Brian was basically Jimmy rigged around for a whole I, year. Well, I, again, it had to depend if yeah. um Cody's hot enough at that time yeah. to do that. Because Brian like shot out the woodwork and yeah. was just on fire for yeah. like that four months mm-hmm. to get there. Yeah. Um I think they'll Cody be Cody was shot out the woodwork at thirty nine yeah. to get that hot to I get wonder to too if the torn pack kicked everything down a year. Probably. Right? Like if he would have had that whole year up to the rumble mm-hmm. to win it and then we set it up, right? I just think that they I think in this sense it was almost a situation of we don't want to hot shot the title change against over Roman in like a two month span, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rather than, okay, let's let it build. And then it's, I'm waiting for the next interaction. Mm-hmm. Cause that'll tell us right. When we get the next interaction of, Oh shit, here we go. This is where, we're, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's where I'm intrigued of, of like, when do we finally see them overlap again? And you go, okay, this is when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's the part I'm still waiting for. But anyway, long story short, great on this show. Uh, I thought it was fine. Like a B minus. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Looking forward to going over Double or Nothing and NXT, kind of. Not really, but a Double or Nothing for sure. Looking forward to. Um, but that'll be next week. Obviously, we're going to be talking probably some NBA Finals action and whether or not the Heat blew it. Um, <laughs> got a lot of stuff to go over, but that's going to be it for this week's show. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he's the Merck's own Mike Merkel. I'm the Mouth of Michigan, Rob Decca. Happy Memorial Day to each and every one of you out there, and we will see you guys, as always, next time.